Bonjour, bonsoir, welcome to the rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel and the accent is French if it's the first time you join the show. Bonjour, welcome, we talk love and we talk relationships. And that I do, by the way, 24-7 because I'll start with that quick story from my, my dear neighbor Jim. Showed up the other day, right, after the holidays, this, that. He said, Simon, I have like cabin fever. I said, what do you mean? He said, I feel like I want to like be mad at my wife all the time. I said, why? I just don't know why because we spend too much time together. We don't go to work for two weeks. We, you know, we home, the kids, the, the friends. What do you think I should do? You know, I said, you know what you should do? Either go to the gym, work out, take a walk. He said, with her? No, no. I said, without her. I think you've got to take the tension out. And that's an advice that I give anybody after the holidays. Everybody complains it's a bit too much time. Chill out, relax, and don't put on your partner your own in your nervousness, anxiety, or cabin fever. You know, that's about to change anyway. We're all back to work. Any other question, just call me now, 855-905-8255. Eight five five nine zero five eighty two fifty five. You have a question about your relationship? Just call me right here, right now. Bonjour, Larsa. Bonjour, Simon. Thank you for having me. You're most welcome. What's going on? So, my brother-in-law, mm -hmm. my husband's brother, um, I love him, but sometimes he'll say things that are passive-aggressive and personal jabs towards me, mm. whether it's in person or on our family thread. Mm -hmm. And my husband doesn't see it as that. And he won't do anything about it. And I don't know how to segue this conversation. Can you give me an example just so I, I get it? What, like, what kind of jabs are we talking about? What's, what's the level of it? Yeah. So, like, for instance, he'll, he commented on, like, a, a red dress that I wore. And he sent a picture of someone else wearing a red dress and was like, if it's not the right size, you shouldn't be wearing this color. And it was the same day I was wearing serious? it to the family gathering. Yeah. Who says that? And then sometimes it's not direct, but I think it's safe to say that it is a personal thing. For sure. <clears throat> One question, your husband, so have you talked to him about it? Have you had this conversation before and he, what did he say, like nothing? He kind of just sweeps it under the rug and just says, that's, that's my brother. And he's always been like that. And there's nothing that he can really do. I think he's had conversations with him in the past and it hasn't been positive. Uh -huh. I don't think he wants to address it. Again, you know. Um. So if your husband can handle it, I, I'm going to give you a little piece of advice on this one. The next time, some, you know, he says something like so, which I find so mean, just say mm -hmm. uh, there is no room for hate on this family trade, but just love. Uh, <laughs> and he's going to feel like a schmuck. So if you have, yeah. if, right, you know, you don't need to attack him back or you need to say, oh, we need his love. We don't need any hate. No haters on the family trade. No hate in the family. And you don't stop until he stops. And one day you'll feel such a schmuck that will end. When you are kind and loving, but you are direct, people get it. Yes. All right. I needed to hear that. Thank you so much, Simon. That's what I'm here for. So good luck to you. I think it's going to get the message pretty quickly. Sounds good to me. All right. Best of luck to you. Any questions, you can always call me back. I'll help you again. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you. That's a great question. What do you do when you don't get along with your partner's family? I'll answer that next on The Rendezvous. What do you do if you don't get along with your partner's family? Right? That's a situation most people and long committed relationship or marriage or partnership will have to face. Rarely you get along with everybody of your partner's family, you know. And then what? Here's the, the strategy I've learned from my parents who've been married for 53 years. 
it's always the partner family, so it's the partner who should handle it. Whether it's the uncle, the, let's say the niece, whether it's whoever it is. You are responsible for the your side of the family. If one part of your family attacks your partner, you got to defend your partner. That's how it goes. If you can't do it, and that's where it becomes more complicated, then I think the partner is entitled politely but firmly to defend themselves. I am never, ever for just getting beat up emotionally by anyone, even if it's your partner's family. That's the rule. We're here to love, not to hate. Another thing comes to my mind when I think of this is a little personal story. Stay with me. I'll share that next. Have you ever been at a partner's family dinner and out of the blue, somebody attack you like either you or your family? It happened to me, so I want to share that story and what I did. And I was probably 18 with my sweet Savine back in Paris, and we had this big dinner at her house. I was invited by her father, and there was probably 10, 12 people. Now, my parents are politically liberal, and it's known in Paris. And so at one point, I think one of her uncles didn't appreciate my father's policy, whatever it was. And he attacked my dad from some political point of view. And my girlfriend, Sabine, I thought it was she became a tiger. I mean, she defended my dad so quickly and so well, it touched me like you have no idea. I, I thought, what a proof of love when you defend your partner right here, right there against your uncle, just because family dinners are not places to hate. It's places to share, have a good time and love, and, and there's no reason to attack a new partner. I, I want to hear a love story. So if you have one, just call me now, 855-905-8255. If somebody did something romantic and beautiful for you, or you did something romantic, call me right now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Tiffany. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. Welcome to the rendezvous. What has happened? I know you had a romantic story you told my screener, so I want to know what it is. I did. It's actually very romantic. Um, I I have a new boyfriend, and we're both very busy, work, mm-hmm. kids. Uh, we don't really have a lot of time for each other. Okay. So this Christmas, he gave me a gift. It was a box, you know, regular wrapped box, but with a lid. And when I opened the lid, there was a note, and basically it said for my gift, for Christmas that he was giving me was the gift of time. And inside, all I noticed, there was a bunch of manila envelopes. So Uh I pulled one out, and it had a month on the front of it. And when I opened up the inside, I realized he bought a date for every month so that we would have something specific to do each month, and we would make the time for that date. Wow. That is romantic. It was really sweet. He bought like a gift certificate to a restaurant. So we were, everything was already paid for. So we didn't have to worry about anything. We just, wow. every month was a different surprise. So right now we're on January. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always say there is no love without proof of love. Hey, this is a very nice proof of love he just did, right? It's, it, it's amazing. And, you yeah. know, I see people are so busy nowadays. They don't really make the time to put the effort in for each other. And I think that's very important. Me too. with communication. And this was the perfect gift, a gift of time. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. This is a lovely story. I've never heard a story like this before. And I've heard a few. So thank you so much, <laughs> Tiffany, for sharing that romantic story. And, and, and congrats to both of you. I like that time. After all, that's the most precious, right? We have is time. 
Absolutely. And, and we get to enjoy it. Carpe diem. All right. Thank you so much and have a good night thank and you. enjoy all those dates now. I will. Thank you. Good, good night. Good night, Tiffany. Oh, I just got a DM at Rendezvous Radio. Somebody needs help. And that's coming up next. You're listening to The Rendezvous. If you have a question but you can't call me, you can always DM me your question at Rendezvous Radio. Trish, what's the question tonight? All right, so this is an Instagram DM that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Every time the guy I'm seeing gets drunk, he tells me how much he loves me and wants to marry me. Mm -hmm. But when he's not drunk, he tells me he's not ready for a relationship and he wants to keep things casual. I'm confused because I really like him and I would love to be in a relationship with him, but he's giving me mixed messages. For right now, we're basically just friends with benefits, and I don't know if I should continue dating him or not. What do you think, Simon? So the question is, do you trust the drunk in your partner or the sober part of your partner? Let's talk about that next. Now, have you ever dated somebody who's so different when they're drunk and when they're sober? In that case, in the case of the DM I got, the girl tells me that her partner or boyfriend or whatever you want to call him, when he is sober, he doesn't want to date her. When he's drunk, he's madly in love and he wants to date her. And their friends benefits. And she said, Simon, I don't know what to do. Should I give him a chance? And who do I believe? So the real question is, do you believe the drunk side of the partner or the sober side of your partner? First of all, I would not believe somebody so confused, number one. The confusion itself is scary, right? Too extreme. I don't want to date you. I want to date you. And two, I think that when you are intoxicated, I, you're not even sure if he's talking to you or if it's somebody else on his mind. So my advice is, listen, okay, for friends' benefits, I would not start a relationship with somebody so unstable and so unsure of his answer. This is not a good sign. Any question, call me 855 Even if you had a difficult day today, even if the night has been difficult, the good news is if you tune in the rendezvous right now, there's going to be a love story, and you know how I'm excited about it. Bonjour, Josie. Bonjour, Simon. You said you had a romantic story to share with us tonight. I do. I'm so happy to hear your voice. I love listening to all your stories. Um, ah, thank you very much. My boyfriend surprised me this past week with a photography shoot. He um, told me that he was going to hire a photographer so that we could take pictures together, just like a fun, adorable couple pictures. And I just thought it was so romantic. It's like, you know, you take pictures together as a family for Christmas or engagement photos, and it seems like, oh, you're not really allowed to do them outside of that. So I just thought it was so romantic. He had picked all these places to go and take fun pictures together and I got to sure. you know, get all dressed up and do my hair and he had picked out all these cute outfits and it was so much fun. So incredibly romantic. Just make me dream a little bit. Where was the picture taken outside and what were you wearing? Well, I picked, I always have, I mean, I think every girl has a bunch of adorable little sweaters and dresses. So we went out to the park and did a fun one in all the, uh, the fall leaves that are starting, which is so adorable. And then um, there's a big bridge that I love. It's got the most gorgeous lantern lights on the top of it. So we did a bunch of fun when the sun was going down, a bunch of cool lamp pictures together. And you know how this time of year it just starts to get that little cold? Yes. Kind of, you know, you're kind of blushy. So we did lots of cute kissy ones and outside <laughs> in the cold. It was so sweet. 
I like that. You know, hey, listen, there's no love without proof of love. That's my credo here on The Rendezvous. And he showed you another you know, way of, of proving his love. I think it's creative. I think it's wonderful. And you get to keep the pictures forever. How about that? Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Josie, for sharing that story. And, and congrats to both of you. And I think it was very creative. So I like that. Thank you very much. I'm going to tell him that again. Please do. Have a good night. Thank you so much. You too. I just got an Instagram DM message from somebody who met a girl in a relationship and wants to know if he has a chance. I'm going to get to that next. Stay with me. Simon Marcel, bonsoir. If you can't call me or my line is just too busy, you can always send me a DM on Instagram at The Rendezvous Show. Trisha, what's the DM tonight? All right. So this Instagram DM says, bonjour. I am friends with this girl that I have a crush on, but she has a boyfriend. I asked her on a scale of 1 to 10 how happy she is with her boyfriend, and she said 7. If she said 10, I wouldn't even think about pursuing her, but she said 7. And when I asked her why, she said that there's always room for improvement. My question is, do you think that means she wants me to pursue her? She's clearly flirting, right? Do you think I have a chance with her? That's a great question, though. Basically, you meet somebody in a relationship, you ask them what's the level of happiness, they say 7. And then you wonder, should I pursue them? I'm going to answer what to do next. Stay with me. Welcome back to The Rendezvous, Simon Marcel. So I got a question sent to me on my Instagram at The Rendezvous Show. Basically, somebody met a girl. She's in a relationship. And then he you know, DM'd me and said, you know, Simon, she said her happiness level was a 7 out of 10. And she said there was room for improvement. And he's wondering, does it mean that he can go for it and maybe ask her out? Or would she be interested? And my answer is absolutely not. We all can meet somebody in a relationship that have a bit of a down day. They're going to tell you that day, you know, my my happiness is at six, at five. But an hour later, the next day, they're going to say, we're back to 10. I would say, leave the people in relationships alone. That's my advice. So find somebody single that is ready to mingle with you. Uh, You call that next on the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Any question about your relationship? Just call me now. Bonjour, Dorothy. Oh, bonjour, Simon. Oh, it's so bon- nice to hear your, your accent. <laughs> ah, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, que pasa? What is going on? Well, here, here's my story. I, I met this man, very attractive, very nice, in a restaurant bar situation. Mm-hmm. And then about a month later, I was taking a pizza-making class, and he was in the pizza class. And Mm -hmm. he made a fantastic-looking pizza, and I told him, oh, my gosh, you're so talented. And then he invited me to come to a class that he was going to be attending. And then, after that, he just wanted me to come over to his house and, um, you know, spend the night with him. Mm -hmm. And I said that I didn't feel that I knew him well enough and that we should at least go out to dinner and, you know, have an actual date. And that's when he said to me, you have archaic ideas about love and romance. And I said, archaic? This is completely acceptable behavior. You know, we've never had a date. And he goes, but you met me. You were in a class with me. You, you came to another class. What more do you need to know? He just is ready to start, you know, having some yeah. boom, boom, whatever. <laughs> some, some ooh-la-la. Okay. Ooh la la, ooh la la, yes, ooh la la. And I just don't feel that that is appropriate. Am I archaic? 
No, you're not archaic. You have common sense and thank God a little sense of romance. This dude needs to understand the word of romance, get to know each other step by step. And he doesn't want to put the time and the effort. It means he's not really into you, right? Because he's willing to accept your rejection by trying to provoke you to come to his house right away. I think you're 100% right. You should not even now talk to him anymore. He should his real colors. Any man, unless that's what you want, who refuses to take you out to dinner on a first date and just wants you to come over, is not a gentleman. So why would uh. you date this guy, okay? So you're not archaic at all. Uh, I'm, I'm considered very old school, and I think old school works, which is we get together, we get to know each other first, and eventually we spend the night later on. So... You did the right thing. You're not archaic. You're humane and you have elegance, Dorothy. You have class. Oh, Simon. Oh, my and I, goodness. And I like that. So, you know, if he doesn't like you, too bad for him. He's lost. Okay? Whoa. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I feel, I feel so good. I, oh, I can just truth. listen to you talk all day. Thank you. Well, th- thank you. Keep on listening to The Rendezvous. Call me anytime. Have a good night, Dorothy. You too. Thank you so much. Yep. Bye-bye. More rendez-vous next. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel. Thanks for listening to me tonight and, and every night. Uh, I want to finish the show with this little poll that I posted at my Twitter account, at Rendezvous Radio. Would you be upset if your partner never posted about you on social media? 30% of you said yes, and 69% of you said no, who cares? It's interesting, right? 70% almost said, I don't care. I care. I like if uh, I'm dating somebody that once in a while uh, my girlfriend posted on me. But that's just me. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. If you miss me, it's like the Simon on Demand. Just go to my podcast and check La Confession. And there's a lot of great episodes. I'll be back tomorrow. Have a good night. Bonne nuit les petits. The Rendezvous Show.